Welcome. With me today is Rick Hyde. He's CEO and founder of Insured Connect, and their product is called Nick. It helps life insurance agents manage their in-force policies. Rick, welcome. Thank you. So tell me a little bit about the problem you were seeing and, and the problem you're trying to solve in the life insurance space and, and, and how Nick helps. So what was the, the initial problem you, you saw you were trying to solve? Yeah, so if you think about you know independent life agents, BGAs, IMOs, you know, they typically will do business with anywhere from 10 to 25 different life insurance carriers. And the, the challenge is that you know, the enforced policy data, which they would want to, to service their enforced book or to um, you know, upsell and cross-sell and so on, it's all hidden away in carrier back office, you know, policy administration systems, or possibly even with you know, third-party TPAs. And it's, it's very difficult for them to access that information. Um, you know, they'd have to log into multiple carrier websites and download all kinds of data. It's, 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 it's been a nightmare for them. So, uh, you know, we've been focused on you know, providing those individuals with a, with a single view of, of their enforced book. So, so previous to your tool, uh, if, if, if an agent wanted to get a holistic view of their book of business, they'd have to go out to multiple websites, multiple logins, multiple downloads, put all that data out there. And then, and then even then they'd have no great way of consolidating all of that, that data. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Jeff. And it's even, it's even worse than that because every carrier website's different. The way you search for data is different. The format of the data is different. What you can download is different. Um, you know, sometimes the, the these sites will be maybe agent centric. Other times they're policy centric. Sometimes they're product centric. So it's been a it's been a real a real disaster for for you know agents and and uh, and BGAs. And you know, if if you think about it, and you think back, the whole the whole industry has been so sales focused forever, right? Mm -hmm. And and in fact. Carriers and agents didn't even want to hear from policy owners because once a policy was sold, if you hear from them, you're going to add cost. So, so really, it was just sell a policy, and you know, almost make it difficult for for the individual to to get a hold of anybody because as long as they're paying their premium, everything's great. Carriers had built in a certain lapse ratio, assuming so many people, some people are going to drop off, and so on and so forth. And that was all, all built into their their, their underwriting, and. It's only been in kind of the last few years when the industry woke up and, and they said, "Hey, wait a minute, uh, we've got to we've got to service the, these individuals." And you know that's really due to you know the, the internet and company like Amazon providing super high levels of service and easy access to information and data and so on. And all of a sudden, the whole industry woke up and said, "Hey, we've got to start doing this." But but all the technology was designed you know for sales. And and you know if you yeah. look at all the insure techs over the last few years. And like almost all of them have been, been around, hey, automating the underwriting process, you know, instant issue of new products, you know, efficiency around sales and so on. And nobody ever really has been too concerned about about the enforced, you know, policy service side of things. Um, now, some some carriers, Jeff, have, have, have realized this, you know, several years ago and they said, hey, enforced policy service is going to become important. And they started spending a lot of money. Uh, they built some really cool platforms. But then, then they chased uh, had a different a different challenge, and that was, hey, these agents are doing business with twenty five carriers. How are they going to remember yeah. my website? How are they going to remember my login? Yeah. And uh, so they've had pretty pretty big adoption challenges as well. Yes, yeah, so even if if they built the greatest uh, the portal for agents to get their data, it, it still didn't solve the the agent's problem per se until until a tool like Nick steps in. So tell us a little bit about Nick and how you solve that, how you're able to solve that problem sure. uh, of consolidation. Well, yeah. So, so first of all, we took kind of a, a different approach than, than you may have seen with some others that have kind of attempted in the, the space. We partnered directly with distribution. 
Okay, mm -hmm. large distributors, and we leverage their influence. You know, their stick with the carriers to to get the carriers to start feeding us enforced data. So they introduce us to the carriers. We develop partnerships with the carriers. There is a big, big value proposition for carriers by doing this. But you know, to get yeah. them even to engage with us took took the uh, you know the big distributors to say you've got to talk to these folks. And then, you know, we partnered directly with the carriers because they're concerned about data security, data access, you know, all of the issues around their, their, their book. And we were very transparent with them, very open with them, showed them what we're doing, how people are accessing the data, went through all their security audits and continue to go through all their security audits um, and, and, you know, created a single database, a single platform that takes data feeds from all of the different carriers. So a carrier signs up, they push their enforced book. We pull that data in. We have some really, really uh, unique, you know, mapping tools that we can map their data on all these different formats, bring it together into a standard format, load it, and, and make it available in, into the marketplace. Uh, so a little bit of a different approach in that we partnered yeah. with distribution, but yeah. we also partnered with the carriers. Yeah. So I, I got a couple of follow-up questions. So one is like, how much of this was a technology problem and how much of this was like a political problem where you had to get all the right people in the room to band together. Yeah. So first part, definitely a political problem. And yeah. we had many carers day one say, not a chance. We're not providing you with that data. Uh, we had to get a certain, a massive certain amount of distribution before we had a big enough stick before they would actually provide us with, with, with the, with the, uh, with the data. So there was a big political challenge, but then on top of that, as, as you well know, you know, all these, these policy admin systems, I mean, some of these things are 40, 50 years old, maybe even older, right? And they didn't have an efficient way of getting the data out, feeding the data to us. So there's a lot of work to be done with carriers. You know, one carrier in particular, we spent over a year working with them and, and you're just kind of educating them and showing them what other carriers have done, how we've mapped the data and so on, getting the data out into a format that we can, we can ingest. Um, so there, there definitely has been a lot of work with the carriers. Um, you know, helping them support all the different standards that are out there, Accord, DTCC, custom files, and so on and so forth, trying to make yeah. it easy for them. So it's been kind I, of 50-50, I would say. 50-50. And I, I know even on the, the the data front, even though there are those standards that you just mentioned, uh, not everyone adheres to the standards in the exact same way, making it challenging for you. Yeah, not, not even close. Not even close. Yeah, let's not pretend. Is it really, yeah. is it really even a standard at that point? Like, That's right. No, they're yeah. not, they're not standards and, uh, and their data, as you know, it, it'll be in different systems. Like they'll have, you know, certain fields on a policy will be in, you know, policy admin system A and then other fields on a policy attributes will be in, in, in policy admin system B. So it's, it's been, it's, boy, it's, it's been a heavy lift. I mean, if I look back now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have tried to do this had I known it was going to be this difficult, to be dead honest with you. I, I would have gone and sold rocks or something. <laughs> That's so funny, but I'm sure there's a lot of agents that are really glad that you did. Um, speaking of agents, you know, you, 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 you've talked about the data and consolidating it, but what are some of the specific use cases or, cause I think a lot of people, like you said, they could get some of that data, but I think you've taken the next step and not only gotten the data, but you, you've helped have a couple use cases to make it easy to take action with that data. What are, what are some use cases you see people using with the Nick tool? Yeah, there's kind of three that come to mind, three three big ones. I mean, mon you know, being notified about lapsed policies or pending lapsed policies, huge, right? We, so we have a, a system where we, we track the status on a policy. As soon as that status changes from enforced to lapsed pending or other, boom, we can send out a notification to an agent or, or anybody that's on the policy. 
I'm monitoring the book for changes in its entirety, you know, cash value changes, beneficiary changes, address changes, other things we can set, send notifications. So there's a lot of neat things around the, the, the servicing of the policy, just automating it from mm-hmm. the agents rather than having to dig through their mail or, you know, emails or go to websites and so on and so forth. So yeah. It saves them hours and hours of time. But then the, the sales side is equally as big. You know, we, we've automated the process to identify conversion opportunities. We, we automate the notifications on maturing and renewals and even upsell opportunities. So there, there's all these tools in there that just, you know, take all that data and kind of liberate it and make it really, really accessible and, and, and so on for agents. So they, they don't miss opportunities and they don't miss sales opportunities. Yeah, I, I know on the investment side, there's a lot of talk about in this category of advice engagement. And when I think about what you're doing, it's it's somewhat similar, but on the insurance side, you know, having those specific uh, moments or action items where they can deliver and create great service versus, like you said, it's it's much more challenging or difficult when you're reading through the mail or checking emails and not having it in a an organized, coordinated fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Cool. So- you know, the next step is, so what do you see as the future? What do you see as the kind of the, the future of all of this consolidation and Nick and carriers and, and how everyone's going to work together? Um, well, I think, you know, now that we've been able to create a single view of the enforced book, um, I mean, let, let's be honest, though, we, we do have work to do to enrich the data still. Okay, so we're working with okay. all of our carrier partners to continue to add attributes, make, make the data richer. So that, that, that's ongoing. Um, but do you have a good, do you have a good example of that? Like what would be like a good example of, of data enrichment? If you could think of one. We're, um, right now we're building a really cool tool. It's a premium tracker. So we've already got data around, you know, last premium payment date and last premium payment amount. That's, Hmm. so that's, that's beneficial information, but Hey, don't we want to know about the next premium payment date and the next premium payment amount so that, you know, we could automatically send a notification to an agent and say, Hey, you've got a, a premium payment coming up in 30 days. Um, so they can proactively contact the client, set up the review, make sure the premium gets paid, and, and so on and so forth. But those two attributes aren't in the current feeds. So now the carriers are starting to work to, to send us that data as well. That's awesome. So, and, and that's that's a direct result of your effort and your work. Like that just wasn't going to happen. Uh, no. Prior to your engagement. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that story. Right. Let's not be reactive, right? Let's be a little bit proactive. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, but, but, you know, the, the big win. The big win, Jeff, is, um, you know, these carriers, a lot of them have spent, continue to spend and are planning to spend big dollars on policy service, right? Yeah. They, they know that it's, it's become important and, and they finally, uh, you know, start starting to take some of that spend that was on the sales technology and put it on, on, on the service side. And they're building some really great tools. And in, in many cases, only their tools can provide these services. Like it's only them that can do an address change. It's only them that can run an enforce illustration. It's only them that can provide a copy of the, of the ledger. So there's all this additional information and services that they have, again, buried in their systems and in and, and, and their websites. Um, again, just like the enforced data, very difficult to access, very difficult to find, very difficult to, to, to use. Um, and so our strategy has been to, to now that we've got the agents and the in the ecosystem of users is to create a technology gateway that essentially links our users right back into that carrier website. So I'm looking at a policy on Nick. I want to do an address change. I click a button. I go, you know, right into that John Hancock or that AIG address change form or that web server, whatever, however they do their address change and deep link, single sign on in deep link, and I can make the address change. 
or run an enforced illustration. I can open up their tool, their service. I can run the illustration, return the illustration back. So our strategy is one gateway for all of the different carrier technology. Solve this massive, like, think about, you know, if you have to remember 25 different websites, usernames, passwords, which all, by the way, have to be every, reset every 90 days or something like that. I mean, it's, it's chaos. It's almost impossible. I, I, I yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine thinking through like, running an agency. And even if you were trying to train somebody to help you with this, you'd have to have all these pages of document documentation, to, you know, just even to navigate to the correct spot on all of the different portals for all of your policies over time. And Oh, by the way, I'm sure that they're going to update and change these things over time. So as soon as you get done with your documentation, you know, it might be out of date versus yeah. that, you know, having here, here's what you do. You go to Nick, you find the client, you like change address. It'll take you where you need to go. You don't need to know anything else. Then yeah. just fill out the form in front of you. That sounds like, that sounds like a, a, a massive improvement uh, for, for assisting and, and helping policyholders. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're excited. And the, the carriers are super engaged. Big challenges to implement it. I mean, this is not easy um, from, are, from are a whole bunch of different aspects. But how many carries are you initially starting with? Do you, do you initially have one you're starting with, or do you have several um, that you're trying to work through? So on the currently? life side, we have about 26 carrier feeds now. On the life side, another mm -hmm. roughly the same number of annuity feeds. Um, okay. there's, I'm going to say, you know, three carriers now that have said, "Hey, we're really interested in kind of figuring out how to solve some of this." Some of them are starting on just single sign-on. <laughs> Let's just get the single yeah. sign-on into our website. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, we have another carrier that's looking at solving the um, as sold illustration versus, you know, the current enforced illustration, trying to identify why didn't the policy perform? You know, what mm. information can we push out to the advisor so that when they're doing that annual review, they can they can talk intelligently about it. And then other, you know, another carrier that's kind of looking maybe at a, at a broader solution about, you know, embedding some deep links into Nick so they can do some of these other things. And so your carriers are all at different stages, different, um, you know, mindsets, uh, different uh places where the technology can or can't be done. Uh, but there's a few big ones that are kind of leading the pack right now. Well, I imagine too, sometimes people just need to have, it's, it's hard to just get that very first person, but once you get the first one established and then there's a model uh, and an example that others can emulate or look to, it'll, it'll be a, a lot easier to get the others on board as well. Yeah. It was just like we started with enforced data. We got one carrier. That yeah. one finally led us to two and then we got to five, then to seven. Um, and then, you know, few years later, there was a tipping point and all of a sudden now, you know, it's pretty straightforward and easy to engage carriers. We have all the processes, steps, methodologies, every documentation in place. So it's super easy. Yeah. Rick, anything, anything else you'd share for anybody in the, in the world of, uh, insure tech? Uh, <laughs> no, the, the only thing I might, I might add Jeff is that, you know, th this has been a, a group effort to get to where we are. Like it's mm -hmm. taken all these different voices. It's taken the support of the BGAs, the BGA IT teams, the technology folks, you know, everybody like enforced policy service is not a competitive advantage. It's, it's table stakes. We, everybody needs to be doing it and so on. So all I would say is, you know, encourage people like when you're talking to carriers, you know, demand this stuff, try to get them moving faster down these roads. Cause I think if everybody's screaming about it, you know, the, the, the squeaky wheel is, is going to get grease, uh, get grease. So I would just say, uh, help us by by talking about it and so on. It's it's going to help you. It's going to help all the BGs, all the carers, all the agents. And uh, so we just appreciate everybody's support and kind of pushing yeah. this forward. Yeah, yeah, that, that's awesome. I love it. You're right. It does. It, it it takes a whole whole team. It's more than just Nick. It's kind of everybody in the industry. If yeah. somebody's listening to this and they're not using Nick today, uh, what what's the best way for someone to get to start using Nick? 
Yeah, I mean, we've got a, a super efficient onboarding and setup process for B, for BGAs. You know, they can be up and running in a couple months for a smaller firm, maybe three or four for a larger firm. We have to, you know, reconcile their book for them and set up their hierarchy so they can be, you know, take some time with the larger firms. But literally, you know, they, they, they get a hold of me. Um, I show them how the system works, uh, take them through the onboarding process, and then, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get them up and running. It's, it's become fairly painless, fairly painless. Cool. Awesome. Rick Hyde with Nick. Thank you, Rick. Yeah, great. Thanks. Appreciate the time, Jeff, and uh, best of luck. All right. Take care.